I was trying to tell the girls at work today about the old it's believe it, I can't believe it's not butter commercial where they used to have the cow that went in front of the microphone and it goes move over butter. <laughs> Dude, I forgot all that. They were like, well, "What are you talking about?" Like, what do you mean? I totally forgot about that commercial. Move over. Move over, butter. Stack, and you are listening to the Ask Casters podcast. Episode Sweet 16 of the Ask Casters podcast. You're joined by the original Ask Casters crew today. You get three of us today myself, Andy, TJ, who once went by Scrode to be part of the Ask Casters acronym, and Shwami Shawe is here today. Off of his cupcake-making adventures. You get three of us today to talk about college football, pro football. We've got all types of things about the success story of KU quarterback Jalen Daniels, how he has risen to be a Heisman candidate. Mike Leach and the college football front giving wedding advice that everyone should listen to. The Colorado Buffs continuing to struggle. We'll update you on their personnel situation. Uh, Moving over to to, uh, professional football, we are here locally in Kansas, but the heart of the NFL is going through Kansas City. Kansas City Chiefs roll and beat uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, recently here. Cooper Rush, now a star. Do we have a quarterback controversy no, in Dallas? No. Yes, no, shut. No, just no. TJ, our Cowboys fan and advisor, will give us his input. <laughs> I think you have an understanding where he might fall there. Green Bay in a dogfight against the Patriots that they shouldn't have been. Jimmy G, we're going to talk about him again. A protester gets lit up in the San Francisco Rams game. We'll talk about that. Brett Favre, still one of the worstest people in the entire world. And DK Metcalf needed to take a shit badly. That other topics, maybe uh, maybe some NHL thrown in there. Hopefully some fun stuff to keep you guys entertained. As always, brought to you by our friends at 3chai.com. Please visit them for all of your Delta 8, all of your Delta 9, all of your Delta 10 needs. Helps you relax, help you mellow out all of the great stuff. And they got some great deals. We can talk later in the podcast to TJ, our resident Cowboys fan, and he can give you a little bit more insight into what's available with 3chai.com. But let's circle back. Schwammy, TJ, how are you? Good to see you. Episode 16. It's been a good week. Um, I don't know. It's nice to be uh, employed again. Congratulations on the new thing. job. That was a good thing. So, yeah, I'm already done with it. Like, I'm sick. Like <laughs> You're already done with your new yeah, job? Yeah, I'm ready to get fired, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like how yesterday you were like, I'm pumped to have a job again. And now you're like, ah, 
I fucking hate. Well, you know that unemployment runs out. You got to go grab a job, then go. Hey, I never went on it, man. I'm just saying, <laughs> my, uh, mine's all coming to me. He he, a real one for that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no stamps. <laughs> Shaway, yeah, good to see you, man. It's good to not have to call you internationally. It was so, but it was. It's good oh, to be yeah. back from the old Cancun trip, and uh, it's first time being out of the country. It was awesome. Uh, was it really? Yeah, I thought you had. Huh. Well, um, that. I'm legally allowed to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but no, it was it was a it was a fun trip, uh, something different to do, and a nice little refresher right before the start of the big sports season here in the fall and winter time. And of course, we're talking about the biggest cake frosting convention in Mexico, yes, right? Annual frosting convention, right? No, not this time. Oh, it was it was a margarita convention, if you ask me. That. Those are also good conventions. But they were the 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 rims of them were with icing, right? I don't know where you're getting your margaritas from. Maybe. I know you used to drink those lime margaritas all the time. Hey, oh. I, I like to, you know, you know, I, I still like to get tropical. Um, I'll order a virgin margarita. You know, I'll get wild, or as we call it, gross. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, having a margarita with the rim, just like mm-hmm. with a little bit of frosting on top, I'd do that better than salt. Actually, I would, too. Yeah, fuck you guys. I just invented that shit. Trademark! What, what's that called? What's that going to be called? The new margarita? Dude, you're the you're the frosting king over here. That's your shit. Not really. That sounds really dirty when you say that, too. Well, it's kind of what we're, we're trying to get across. <laughs> oh! Yeah. But no. Um, and it's white. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Gross, man. Yeah. It looks like a Got Milk commercial. <laughs> I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you better drink your milk, you sons of bitches. <laughs> All right, should we jump into it? Uh, yeah, let's let's hop right in. Milk. KU, who we, we've talked about for the last, I don't know, I think since week two of the college football season, we've been talking about how KU was on the radar. People may have thought we were premature bringing them into the conversation as, a, as having national relevance, but uh, lo and behold, the voters in the AP have decided they are a top 25 team. Uh, they continue to roll along, and they finally, per my request, are hosting College Game Day this week in a huge game against TCU. So anybody that watched that game, just feel free to hop in and tell us what you thought of KU's last performance and the fact that they're getting game day. Besides the fact that Iowa State's kicker can't make a fucking field goal. That's probably relevant in the conversation. Yeah. That was not just a miss. That was like a like a duck hook. That From w- someone that has a duck hook, like that was bad. It was pretty awful, and I don't want to say necessarily that KU got lucky because Iowa State's—they're always a tough team to play against, no matter what their they're record is. Iowa State was favored in that game. Yeah, they're 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 a pretty good football team, but man, they—I think KU kind of was able to come away lucky that day. I mean, who what who knows what would have happened if they would have tied that game, honestly? But nonetheless, KU is five and zero. That's all that matters. And not a breezy, easy breezy five and zero. Like Mm-mm. it's a. I mean, those are quality wins. Um, they've been tough games. Some of them have been tough games. Um, they're. I mean, they're ranked for a reason. I just can't wait for college game day to experience the piss puddles that is <laughs> <That's> Memorial <laughs> Stadium this coming Saturday. But uh, you know what? It's it's a very um, well deserved uh, college game day visit to Lawrence. They. You know, they've been the surprise of the season, I'd have to say, out of any college football team. And 
it's quite the turnaround compared to last year where college game day was at Red River Rivalry game, which is this week as well, and they said, screw that, we're going to KU. That just shows you how insignificant that game is compared to the KU-TCU game this year. You're welcome, SEC. Yeah. Hey, bring the money, baby. It's all what it's about. Right, then you're going to get your ass handed to you every week. Cool. How's the Notre Dame doing? We we put a moratorium. We didn't on lose them. this week. I know you can't lose if you don't play. Fuck and right, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's gonna be a fun atmosphere for uh for all you Jayhawkers out there. Even though I really don't care for y'all, but you know what? Enjoy it while you can, because who knows? Next year you'll probably start out zero and five. You just never know. I man, I I real I'm more curious to watch KU fan this week. Then I am to actually watch KU football. Um, Explain. Because success does not happen to KU football fan ever. Um, why? No. Stop. Um, TJ talking to his phone on vibrate. Well, them hoes, man. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a work call to me. <laughs> Welcome back to the employed world. Yeah, man. I've got a delivery. Um <laughs> A birth delivery. I'm a I'm a gynecologist now. Um, <laughs> Who would let you around that region? TJ's favorite Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you didn't have to have blood put on that one. I did. Uh, <laughs> I know. Wrong hole, boo. <laughs> and then the squeak sound. I wish we had that as a drop. Um, yes, I am. Success does not fall onto the shoulders of KU fan, KU football fan very often. Well, they're Jayhawks. They don't have shoulders. And my hatred, take a lap, my hatred for KU fans stemmed from when they got good and won Joel Fuckhead, we hate you, again, because you're not, this is 16 episodes and you're not here, so fuck you, Joel. But um, Joel was so fucking brandish i don't know if that's even a word it's but a word. It's a word. just an absolute douche when it came to <laughs> ku football and this is also at the time um at 2009 where i think uh notre dame went two and nine with jimmy clausen as a freshman and charlie uh weiss as uh so yeah i have a i i don't like to see ku fan typically do well I want to see how they. I want to see how they do this week. I want to see how our Joels do. I want to see how our Ryans do. I want to see how our Joshes do. Um, our Barb's. I want to see how our Barb's do. Um, with college game day coming to town, being able to navigate the piss puddles, mm -hmm. and then what happens if they lose? <laughs> well, There's Joel. Here, here's my. I guess gripe about KU being 5-0, and what does this remind you of? And I think I've already brought this up outside of the podcast in the last 10 years in that region of the country. Enlighten me. WSU basketball? I said that region, not this region. KU football? No. Yeah, like what is, what is, what is this fandom, this newfound fandom, quote-unquote, people coming out of the weeds remind you of? I'm going to guess Kansas City Chiefs. No, no. no close. The Royals, when they went to back-to-back -back oh, yeah. uh, World Series appearances, all of a sudden, all these fans came out of the woodworks. And now, well, of course, they're... Woodwork. Yeah. And, and now, since they're irrelevant again, 
don't hear a word from them anymore. Man. This is what fucking pisses me off about this stuff. It's like, where were you before? My brothers had, the, and I had this discussion last week when I got back from Cancun. I mean, the Frosting Convention. Yes. There you go. Yes. It was at Cancun. The, Mar- yeah. the Margarita Convention. Yeah. yeah. We discussed that. Let's just say, hypothetically, like, if we were not AOU fans, like, and we, and WSU actually had a team here in town, we would probably go almost every week to go to a, a college football game because, A, it's in your, you know, city. You don't have to go more than 20 minutes to a game compared to where you have to go at least two hours in any direction. If you, I mean, what else are you doing up in Lawrence if you're a college kid that their tickets are drugs. like $10? Well, <laughs> go do drugs in the stands. How is that place not always half full? Now, it could be because that stadium is neglected or has been neglected for quite some time and it's not in you know its best condition. But, my God, I've only seen about 2,000 people in the stands there. I just don't get it. Like, if you're a quote-unquote KU fan, why aren't you out there supporting that? Why aren't you out they're there supporting that? They're out there now. Oh, yeah, now, when they're yeah. relevant. Yeah, I get your, yeah. If you wanted this, if you wanted your football program to mean something... Why not try to pump more money into it yourself to show the school that this means something so they would pump money into it to maybe help some of the facilities and stuff like that to get some better t- players. Now, I get it. It's a, it's, it's a catch-22 because, I mean, if, if the team's not relevant, why would you want to waste money if you're the athletic department on them? I get it. But at the same time, I don't know, that's just my gripe with all these fans coming out of the woodworks about that. I would say specifically for KU football. One thing, now keep in mind, Askcasters, this opinion is coming from somebody that's idea of a sunny beach is 68 and sunny inside of a casino. So, <laughs> With a beach-themed uh, slot machine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, the very beginning of KU season, when, when it starts out at the very beginning of September, and we're, to be fair to KU, they're zero and zero, it's hot as shit outside. <laughs> I... I'm not a big fan of going outside in in 90 degree weather, completely exposed to the sun, and on steel bleachers. Call I I'd say fuck that. And then if I were it, just me again, I say, oh, you know, maybe maybe I'll I'll wait till it cools down a little bit. By the time it cools down outside, KU's 0 five. So then I don't want to go see them again. You have an excellent point. And if you've ever been to that game, been to that stadium during late August, early September. The sun is right on fucking top of you, and it's a turf field, so it's just radiating back up to you. Mm-hmm. The ultimate fuck you, Joel, and it actually corresponds to that point, Andrew. Um, Joel and I went, he took me to my first ever, if you want to call it a college football game, a couple years ago in Lawrence. So my KU fan, my only college football experience has been at KU. So there you go. That's pretty sad. Um, it is. My, I don't know. But he used to play college football on the PlayStation what that's worth okay and i ran both the triple option and the spread so did you ever run the wishbone i did i did i I can play with the air force um (laughs) by the way best team in colorado (laughs) yeah Yeah. um so joel and i joel we drive up there and i i was still i it was just when i had bought my car so i was still being a douchebag with it yeah okay so it was the i have a silver convertible gas casters so I was like, hey. Just say it, you're Mustang yeah, guy. Okay. I mean, I don't know why you would leave <clears throat> such a crucial detail out. Because I, I, I don't know. Ugh. Anyway. Um, so we drove up there with the top down, 
and um, we almost died on the way up, mm -hmm. which I almost ran into a fucking semi. But that's a story for another day. Should have been standing there. Yeah, he was a dick. Um, he actually threw his soda at me too. That was fun. But uh, so Joel and I, Joel and I have been in the sun all day, two hours. And Joel is not a. Um, yeah, you guys need some SPF one hundred. Yeah, he's not that. a tan fella. No. Joel's hurt. He's so yeah. He's pasty. He is fucking red. He is hurting. Mm -hmm. Joel's not in good shape. So we hey, get Joel, Joel. Joel is like Silas from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> yes, yes. Or uh, <laughs> Nick Swartzen off the bench warmers who sits mm. underneath the staircase and eats mayo and Golem. Yeah, <laughs> Golem. Is it Golem or Gollum? Gollum. Oh my bad. Okay. Smeagol. Yeah, Smeagol. It's yeah. Um, so Joel is he is burnt fucking like fire truck red mm -hmm. by this point he is like he's not sweating because it's hot it's just his skin is leaking um he <laughs> he's not in good shape so we go find our seats of course i'm wearing a rutger shirt and i find rutger's fans which was awesome That's um we get maybe five minutes into the first quarter and joel disappears <laughs> I sit here, and I someone actually saw me, our friend Darcy. Hi, shout Darcy. out, Darcy. Darcy. Uh, she saw me in the stands. She was like, hey, what are you doing here? I was like, I'm here with Joel. And she's like, Joel's not there. I was like, I know, right? Joel's not here, man. Then we get a text. Then she called you Manti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Joel sends me a text message. Like, what's this fucker doing? I mean, we're like, we're, it's, it's KU. It's KU football game. It's not hard to find someone. He goes, and he sends me a text message, and I'm just going to read it in his voice. Uh, can you come here? <laughs> I was like, okay. So I was like, where are you? He didn't get, he, like, he couldn't respond to that. So I just found him, like, crippled over by the, tra by the trash can by the men's room. I was like, what's up, buddy? He's like, I've been puking. I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> so, um, so I gave him a little bit of water because he's like a fucking dog. And then, like, he drank a good portion of the water, and he goes, and this, again, first college football game, we've been, like, I've maybe watched seven minutes. Joel goes, can we go home? <laughs> <laughs> so, so on the whole way home, we debated politics, and it was, it was great fun for all. But, yeah, um, that's KU fan when it comes to, like, their support. They just end up by the bathroom doubled over. I don't want to see that this weekend. Now I'm starting to get a better understanding why all the piss puddles are there. Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah, and like by the bathrooms on the east side of the building, it's just like a funnel for piss. Like it all collects. <laughs> Big old troughs. Yeah. So, yeah. There's our KU rant of the week. So fine-tuning some details on the KU performance, what they actually did on the field. Uh, so probably the biggest takeaway... I kind of made the, the note to myself, they won the battle, but did they lose the war? Yeah. That injury to their starting running back, Highshaw, did we, I don't know, did we ever figure out, is it Highshaw, Heeshaw, I don't know, whatever, Heehaw, whatever. Heehaw. Well, he out now. He, oh! He, oh. Right. <laughs> hashtag, I thought that was pretty good. Hashtag Empire Records. <laughs> so, he's, he's out for the rest of the year. Uh, 44 attempts, 259 on the ground. <laughs> I didn't think it was that funny. Oh, man, it was pretty good. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, so getting back to them, there, we, we had talked up to this point about the fact that KU's been able to platoon running backs. They, they lose a big one, and a guy that had made uh, just 
highlight after highlight after highlight run, and unfortunately he was fighting to get some extra yardage on a play, and it was tough to see on the replay what actually happened. But, man, when he went down, even even when he was getting stretchered out on the cart, mm. his hand was still on his leg. Yeah, <laughs> so, he – yeah. So what was the injury? I didn't get to watch the, the full game. I believe it was torn ACL plus some additional ligament damage. I mean, it Yikes. was, like, pretty, pretty bad stuff. So yeah. obviously done for the year. That's going to be a stinger, and they are – uh, fast forward into what they've got on the plate. College game day is in Lawrence to watch them play the 15th rated TCU. And if you thought KU could score points, TCU just hung about 50 on OU, which could probably just transition, if we want to, transition us into what the fuck's wrong with OU and how good is TCU based off of what we've Well, seen. I will say one of the funnier tweets from that game was by the TCU um, account. Saying who gets sixty two first, Judge or us? Oh yeah, that he was, was ripping them up. That was pretty good. Or I'll, she, I'll, or yeah, whoever is running their account. Um, what is wrong with OU? It kind of seems like in the last couple of games that their defense has strayed away from what worked in the first three games. It seems like they're trying to maybe overcomplicate things for a bunch of guys who are coming into a new defense this year. So it seems like, because, I mean, I don't know if you guys were watching any of that game, but how many times they missed, like, just assignments and how wide open these wide receivers were. I mean, what, there was, like, what, three, four? Yeah, there were a couple blown coverage. There was tons of it. It didn't matter how many times OU potentially could have scored that game. You're not going to outscore your problems when your defense is doing shit like that. And the, the, the I mean, the defensive line, really any push on the offensive line for uh, TCU. And TCU came to fucking play, and they deserve that win. And I think TCU's good. They are good. And, it, you know, I, I didn't think it, they were going to be a pushover by any means. But, goddamn, they just they routed OU. And you know what? Maybe, it, maybe it's a good thing, though, for OU to show, like, okay, we have a lot more further to go than we anticipated. And you know, for the season or as a program, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yes not, to everything. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be funny. I think yes. I mean, did what pisses me off though? Also, is OU fans are were expecting this team because they started out 0 and 3 to go undefeated. Hell no, not in the first season with a new head coach. That that usually almost 99 percent of the time never happens unless it's a fucking terrible. Remember the the Venn diagram of mm-hmm. OU fan and Cowboy fan overlaps a great deal. So there's a lot of douchebaggery <laughs> in that middle. That I can confirm. Because <laughs> also agree with that. because uh, because my my brother and his dad are also big OU fans and Dallas Cowboy fans. But you know what? They're actually part of the very slim ten percent that are realistic about both teams. Yeah, they're yeah. So anyway. You know, it, 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 it does expose a lot of problems on the OU side where obviously this is the first year for Brent Venables, and I think it was going to be a tough year on defense anyway because the prior regime with Lincoln Riley primarily focused on offense, and the defense was kind of pushed aside. Like, well, we may give up 27 points, but we'll still score 55. And yeah. that's just outscoring your problems pretty much. And as you can, as you saw, it didn't help them in the college playoffs, whether they made it in the first game or into the championship. 
because they, as many times as they could score 30 to 40 points a game, they were still giving up how many to LSU and, you know, how many to Alabama. It just, it never helped. So it's a whole new mindset. Like, yes, you wanted your offense to score 30, 40 points a game, but if your defense A can't get off the field and B are giving up four to five big plays every game, it ain't going to matter at all. Dylan Gabriel pass yards. Oh, 126. Well, he he also was he also uh, left that game with an injury. Yeah, he he got he got oh con- he that's got, right he, he got lit up. Yeah, he right got concussed. That's right. Was yeah. that a dirty? I, I I didn't see it. Was that a dirty hit uh, or I don't dirty hit? But I don't think it was. I don't think he meant to be a dirty hit. Now I've seen players make the same kind of play, but have given up and kind of just basically. I wouldn't say softly gone into him but still they had they were able to like let up and not launch themselves at the quarterback sliding so i don't think his intent was bad it was just the result was bad i, I mean i felt but, watching that replay in slow-mo it, slow-mo i oh i saw it at regular speed too but it, it it appeared that the guy the defender was kind of getting himself to launch right at about the time dylan gabriel was starting to go down and it, i mean it just happened so damn quick but man the, the contact that was made was brutal. Yeah. I mean, he was – you could tell pretty much immediately watch, watching Dylan Gabriel hit the ground. I mean, he was hurt. Like, you knew it right yeah. away. And and to also uh, – also about Dylan Gabriel that game, he just was been was very inaccurate, and his, his play was also subpar for OU's offense. So. Is he going to be available for the Red River event? Uh, I don't – I'm going to say no for right now. Okay. So they're gonna have to rely on Davis Bevel or General Booty or uh, I let's forget. pray it's General, General Booty. Booty. I, but I, well, well, let me go look at their depth chart. I know it right off my head, but um, they may rely on their other quarterback that they have on their roster. Let me go look at his name. It's escaping me right now. You but got, uh, Micah Bowens. You got Nick. Evers, it might be Bowens. Give me a Davis second. Bevel. Yeah. Hey. Michael Bowens from Las Vegas. I think it might be him. Braden Willis. They may rely on him to run the offense because he can run more of like a power, like a a a running game slash you know, I guess if we want a quarterback like Wildcat kind of thing. But it's going to be a I think a struggle for that OU offense if Dylan Gabriel was going to be out for that, which I potentially believe he will be so. so dylan gabriel may be out i believe uh one of our best mullets in all of college football is it is it what's his name the quarterback for texas quinn ewers ewers yeah uh i believe he's making the comeback for this game last i heard so that will be interesting and to just to kind of take a look at ou's wins for the season try to get a feel for like strength of schedule and what they've done up mm-hmm. to this point their wins have come against UTEP, Kent State, and Nebraska. Not necessarily sexy by any means, but so yeah. Anyway, so we'll see what happens uh, with OU. Uh, anyway, so, should we move right into Mike Leach wedding advice? If we're gonna stay on the the college football track, why the hell not? Yeah, do we have it pulled up here? Oh, do we? Uh, <laughs> all right, let her rip. So. Uh, Mike Leach, in an interview from a sideline reporter, uh, I'll just let you hear. Okay, so uh, where's Trevor from? He's from Florida. What does Trevor do for a living? He works in sports as well, covers football. 
He does what? He covers football as well. Really? Well, I don't know. We'll keep a close eye on it, but whatever you and Trevor decide, I would kind of keep it on the down low, which you failed to do that. Trevor was probably planning to, but you didn't. Uh, so go ahead and uh, uh, don't, don't say anything else about it, but as soon as the season's over, or even an off week, go elope. Because <laughs> uh, basically every female in the family is going to terrorize you guys until it's over. Once it's over, I mean, they'll be upset for a few days, but it'll be over. And then, you know, you cruise away, uh, along, have a happy marriage, have a happy life. I'll pass along the message. Thanks, Coach. Congrats on the win. Trevor, unless he's crazy, is totally on my side. And trust me on this. <clears throat> if Trevor doesn't uh, have the sense to do that, Tell him to call me, because, I mean, he needs to do trust. Like I've told all my kids, I'll give you $10,000 extra if you elope. <laughs> they haven't done it, but I would, too. I'll have him call you for sure. Wow. Uh, I love it. Mike Leach is a... He is a gym. I love Mike oh, Leach. He is so good. Man. <laughs> I, was that recent? That yeah, was that was this week. Oh, my God. Because he has another rant about stuff like that. And I, oh, he has a ton of rants. I love Mike Leach. I second everything that man just said about <laughs> marriage. What a guy. Oh, God. You know, okay. you know Go what ahead. we missed at the beginning of the podcast was the new sound clip I had from TJ in the last podcast. Well, I mean, let's just debut it now. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but I think TJ knows which one I picked up. So here it goes. God damn. This Kool-Aid's got me bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, there's uh, always a new gem I found find wow. anytime I listen to a podcast. Uh, you want to explain yourself there, <laughs> yeah, Mister Pink Drink? Um, one, it wasn't Kool-Aid. <laughs> it was, it was a uh, frosty glacier uh, Gatorade uh-huh. um, from the like the big. Nine dollar tin of it, the powder. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it was a little sh- extra sugary. Um, you know, uh, there was nothing in the Kool Aid. <laughs> oh really? I just I don't think I ate that day. Door. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Sorry. Uh, don't be sorry. That was pretty fucking funny. Uh, so tying a bow on college football, upcoming schedule for this coming week. There, there's actually some pretty good games on the dock. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee at LSU. LSU has not lost a game since that heartbreaker uh, at the beginning of the season. God, that was a great Quietly game. coming around. Yeah, unfortunately for uh, people that don't like uh, Brian Kelly and his new family. And Tennessee undefeated. Tennessee's good. Tennessee can score, and fucking Josh Heifel is a fucking dick. He will score as many points as he can possibly fucking score on you, and they've got a quarterback that is legit. Mm -hmm. So they are legit top ten. That's going to be a good game. Obviously, we've talked about KU-TCU. From a betting standpoint, an interesting game. TCU is a a touchdown favorite in that game. Yeah. Uh, And if you just want to bet them straight up on the TCU side, you're not going to make a lot of money. So if you have a feeling KU is going to do good in that game, uh, and want to make money in the progress that or in the process. That's the direction you're going to need to go. And then Utah, who I also don't believe has lost since their first game of the season against uh, Florida, is going to be playing the undefeated UCLA Bruins in probably an empty stadium. Which is unfortunate because I mean they they have a good team out there and UCLA playing at none other than the Rose Bowl. 
the classic Rose Bowl, which I would love to go check a game out there. Yeah. So that is unfortunate, but maybe, just like KU, maybe they'll draw some new fans in being undefeated. So, but let's, you want to talk about the opposite of being undefeated? Sure. How about Colorado Buffs firing their coach? No! <laughs> How do you feel about that, Andy? I'm sad. <laughs> I, I, I thought that train was going pretty well along those tracks, and then, uh, unfortunately, needing to shake up some of the variables in the Colorado Buffs program. Not the news that I wanted to see. Good things are never meant to last, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, ask Casters again if you're... Uh, ask casters if you're wondering why in the world we care about the Colorado Buffs uh, doing a little housekeeping on some of our uh, NCAA futures bets. We bet the Colorado Buffaloes to make sure that they were going to win under three and a half games. They have not won nor covered the spread up to this point, so we thought we were chugging along, and then they break this news about fire in their coach, which is a, a damn, damn shame as far as that's concerned. I haven't even looked to get at, to see who Colorado Buffaloes are playing this week. Doesn't matter. They're going to lose again. USC, <laughs> who we also bet for their futures, uh, they continue to chug along. They beat Arizona State with a new interim coach at Arizona State, so our over-under on USC games at 9.5, looking good, and our moratorium on Notre Dame over-under. Uh, they're 2-2, two and two and we don't care about Notre Dame. So that is college football. <laughs> Moving into NFL, we can talk a little bit about actual games and then there's so much off the field that needs to be talked about uh in the nfl it's unbelievable but uh kind of staying with the local feel uh man we've been very fortunate with ku and k-state in the college game and it looks like the kansas city chiefs have kind of righted the ship after their loss to the indianapolis colts uh we got a chiefs fan here and we always like to pick his brain first on these things Shwami, uh, did you get a chance to watch that during your international travels? Oh, I was back for that. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I got back way before then. But, yeah, it was uh, it was everything you wanted to uh, to see out of the, not only the Chiefs' offense but the Chiefs' defense in a, after a game like they had in, a, in Indianapolis. So, um, I was just – I mean, if any time you put up 41 points on the road is a, is a huge victory – I'm not in, in Tampa. In Tampa. In Tampa. I mean, it, it wasn't the only storm that blew in that week. So, I, like I will that. say that the magic of Patrick Mahomes I, is something something to be appreciated, especially as a Chiefs fan. It, it's got to be fun to watch. I hope, as people you know, like yourselves, there aren't fans of the Chiefs. Just some of the shit he pulls off. The, the beer pong shot he had. <laughs> like that. That's what it was. Like, he, he like, whoop, and then fucking just let it hang in the air for a bit. And what, sure. do you, what do you call that shot when you get it back? Like, it, you miss balls your back. Balls, balls back. Well, no, no, no. Balls back when you miss and you get the ball before it hits the, the ground. You get uh, redemption. That it looked like a redemption shot. Yeah! <laughs> it did. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, as a fan, I mean, I, Andy and I kind of, I, I think we're at. The heart of us, there's a little Kansas City Chief fan just because our family. I, I mean, I would, I, 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 I don't root for them, but I love to see them win. I like when they're good. Yeah. Um, so to that, I mean, to that extent, yeah. But just watching him do fucking crazy shit like that, mm -hmm. like that was that was legit. Like that was my Sunday night, man. That was awesome. That was that was great. I mean, what, what was it like? Most of the games during that day were fairly close and pretty, pretty fun to watch. And that one was quote unquote, besides the scoreboard, was pretty. I would say lopsided. 
And to start off that game, not only when they kicked it off, but to also cause a fumble and recover it and then score two plays later after that, huge momentum swing for the Chiefs and just set the tone for the rest of the night. What the hell's their kicking situation right now? Uh, I forget his first name, but Wright uh, was another guy they brought in after they cut Amendola. And so he, he kicked for him last game, looked just fine, was comfortable, didn't look off. And I think teams sometimes try to be too big brain, especially the Chiefs secondary, try to pull off some stuff. They kept it simple, and look what happens. They they didn't fuck up. They didn't. The special teams did not give up points. They they scored points. Yeah. So that just goes no, to show they you. They gave up some points after that. I mean, sorry. <laughs> okay. Wow. No, you know you're you are correct. Which I I I'm not always a fan of still giving up 31 points, but I guess at some at one juncture of the game it was practically over, so it didn't really matter. But, no, it's just good to see the team firing on all cylinders after a, a terrible loss at Indianapolis. And, you know, uh, I, I do see your note here that they did start using Sky Moore a little bit more in this game. And it's one of those things, like, you would hope to have seen it sooner in the Chiefs' passing game. You, you bring in a highly touted, for them, wide receiver, you'd like to see him utilize a lot more than just returning punts. Well, so. I think this, the Sky Moore thing specifically, going back a couple of podcasts, I, I had kind of quizzed you on the fly about his targets for the season. And he was only one out of the first One three attempt games. that he had caught yeah. 30 yards in the first game, and they hadn't targeted him since, which really had me scratching my head because you're trying to think about how are the Chiefs going to adjust to life without Tyreek Hill? Mm-hmm. Who's their number one? Who's their number two? Like, like, what does that receiving core look like? But did you, I mean, if you, if you watch that game... Can you name all the receivers that Patrick threw to? No. Oh, it was th- that that those balls are so spread out to so many different receivers. It's it's tough to know who to cover. On the first drive, I don't think I could name everyone he threw to. I know it, it's it's ridiculous, and they also are getting a, on the running back end on the back end. They're pretty much a one and two with uh, Clyde Edwards Elaire and Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, those two guys are... Piss and vinegar, baby. It really is. So between the two of them, Mm -hmm. there were a total of 30 carries. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, or as lazy people call him, C-E-H. Lazy-ass people. (laughs) He he had 92 yards running and a touchdown. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, that might have been his best game. That's 11 carries, 63 yards. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of touches. I mean, the only thing he was missing was a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, And so I I think that the Chiefs are starting to finally figure out, not necessarily who they are because they know who they are, but just – how like how to utilize their weapons, and that's a scary thing. When I mean, yes, you had Tyreek Hill was one of the most electric wide receivers in the game, but it was like after that, who else do you throw to? It's almost a drop off. Now you can go to about four or five different players in one play, so it just makes your offense that more dynamic. And Mahomes looks healthy. Yeah, he is. Like, he looks. I mean, it's really. Hard to say this because it's Patrick fucking Mahomes, but comparatively, looking back at last year, he's he's playing on another level. Like he is just, mm-hmm. I mean, he looks crisp, he looks healthy. Brittany's got him on a new uh, salad <clears throat> kick, probably. I mean, I, I mean, Patrick, you can do better, but um, 
Giselle's available. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look out, Pete Davidson. That would be the ultimate like dismantling of uh, Tom. Hey, Tom. When the suit, what's the number? Yeah, beat his ass in Tampa. <laughs> let Irma go through, and then Irma. I'm gonna have to delete that. Ian. Ian, whatever. <laughs> Ian's lesser-known cousin, Irma. Uh, Ian's fat sister, Irma. <laughs> Irma. Um, oh, boy. So, um, so yeah, it'd be one... I mean, I think that's the succession. You beat them down in Tampa, then you win the Super Bowl this year, and then you take Giselle until she's 45. Antonio Brown will keep a hold of Giselle in the meantime. Oh God! What a mess! Have you seen what What? he posted? Yeah, I have not. Oh my God, dude! It's pretty bad. What a weirdo! He he was in a pool. I think in was it Abu Dhabi or Dubai? He was in Dubai. Okay, he was like in some in some pool. He was naked. He was like groping and like like grinding on some woman, and she obviously did not want any part of that. And he yeah, and he had oh another thing about that. He was wearing socks in the pool. Really? Someone said he was wearing socks in the pool. So I... I won't say anything. But Do you wear you, socks in a pool? No. Um, I, I think it's because you... Like, I don't know. I think it's because for to not step on glass in the pool for kids that, like, throw it over. So maybe you, like, grew up like that. Like, the pool that he was used to going into, like, kids would throw glass I don't... In. I mean, if that's the case, that's interesting. I've never heard of that, so... Yeah, I mean... But, I mean, that's... Okay, but still, I mean... I would think somebody as rich as Antonio... Like, I would think that he's probably been in enough high-class pools where he doesn't have to worry about that. Right. But... That's a fair Old point. habits are hard to break. Yeah, apparently old habits like groping women while you're ass, butt-ass naked. That's... Yeah, that was a very interesting video to, to, to put to the world, and... Yeah, so you, I don't want to know if uh, TJ you going to check that out later. I don't know what's what, but wait, what's what's worse, that or uh, Brett Favre? They're, You've been on this Brett Favre. They're thing. both fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> um, go Brett, off, go Brett off, Favre. Buddy. I'm just going to start fucking reading this goddamn shit because fuck you, Brett Favre. Yeah. Um, you already have it pulled up. I already have it pulled no. up. Uh, so for reached at his for reached for comment at his house, Brett Favre turned on the old. This is from. Sorry, boys, I forgot. This is citing our sources. Yeah, I forgot from the English from. major. Yeah. Oh well, I was high. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think it's from the AP, but I apologize, I forgot. Um, Brett turned on the old gunslinger charm that's found itself wearing thin recently. Quote: It's just astounding the hypocrisy from some of y'all. Favre said. Quote, I mean, heck, do you support Title IX or not? Now my daughter is being persecuted for having a state-of-the-art volleyball facility because her dad worked for a living. Favre's mental gymnastics, sorry, end quote. Mm -hmm. Favre's mental gymnastics at this point would make Latina Bagavarasca blush. (laughs) It's like y'all, sorry, quote, it's like y'all can't have me sending messages on my phone trying to hook up with a young woman, but you don't want me to try and to help them out either? Make up your minds. Unquote. After one reporter pointed out that this was an issue with welfare fraud, not women, Favre got more defensive. Quote, I, I don't know much about welfare. All, all I know is that 
we're, it, it better be fair. <laughs> a lot better as a society once we get back to a little thing I call accountability instead of trying to take away my constitution. We don't, it, it, it went out there. Uh, that was all on the record. That, so not only is he a piece of fucking shit, he's a fucking brain dead piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> what kind of. What is he fucking talking about? Title Nine and fucking Jesus fucking Christ! Go jump off a fucking bridge, Brett Favre. I hope. Oh fucking Christ! Yeah, yeah, it is pretty shitty. And I saw a couple other uh, people that were involved, and I don't know if it was in that directly or if it was like using the same kind of schemes for it. But like former was it? Uh... Like, the, the million dollar, dollar man. man, Ted DiBiase, yeah. was in this. Yeah, you know who else? Marcus Dupree, former yep. OU running back. Oh, he's man. from Miss Marcus Dupree's from Mississippi. Yeah, and the thing to fucking throw on top of that, mm. Mississippi's the poorest motherfucking state in the United States. Yeah, they are. Wow, like a man of the people. Go fuck yourself, Brett you know, Favre. You know, you know what the sad thing is at the end of the day. Brett Favre is just, like, one of those people that it doesn't seem like a lot of this shit sticks to him. Like, he had that issue with, what he was her name? Jen, Jen Stroyer. What was her name? I forget. The that dick was, pic girl. Yeah. It was, like, 14 years ago. Jen, well, for some reason, her name is almost ingrained in my head. I think it was, like, Jen Stroyer or something. It, was her something name. close to, like, something, something like, like that. Anyway, but that shit was, was, like, reported, reported, and crickets. Yeah, Who cares? it was quickly. It was quickly forgotten. And fucking Brett Favre still up there pimping his uh, his isotone knee holders and all his other <laughs> oh bullshit. Oh, yeah, he sucks. Whatever, fuck him. Take your copper rub or whatever it is. That's it. The copper thing. Make a goddamn noose and then fucking hang yourself with the goddamn interior of your McMercury or whatever. Fuck Nick, you, McMercury. McMercury. Wow. Go grab me McMercury and cruise it on no, down, down the road. road. I thought about that song on driving home the other day. <laughs> but yeah, t- Tom, or not Tom Brady. Tom Brady also had a tough week. But anyway, Brett Favre, not a good guy. The worstest. Yeah. Transitioning to a good guy. Cooper Rush. Yeah. Who is this undefeated man? Okay, so let me do the uh, hashtag hot take factory <laughs> that every fucking lazy media outlet's done in three or four games. <gasps> is there... A quarterback controversy. <laughs> That's really hot. We got yeah. a burning microphone. Are, are, what, are we really going to rush to judgment already oh on Cooper God. Rush? I know. I'll take a lap. By the way, from a standpoint like thinking of my the inner George Carlin in me, thinking about how Tony, Todd, and Ed would beat the shit out of Cooper, Tucker, and Todd. <laughs> Todd yeah. was in both of those groups. Whatever. Is Todd beating himself up? Todd, 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 Todd's beating off. Todd's Todd. got multiple personalities. <laughs> Todd's in the trash can. That wasn't me. That was Patricia. It's Odd Todd. <laughs> so, Hot Todd. So, <laughs> hi, it's Odd Todd. Hi, Trevor. Hi. So we've got two. We've got Cooper Cup and Cooper Rush, two Hot of the Todd. NFL stars. I know. So okay, so let's get this out of the way, Cowboys fan. What do we got going on? Do you have a what, what's your quarterback situation? We have a great situation. We have a <laughs> former, not former. But we have a top five quarterback in Dak Prescott, who is coming back. And we were the there was some some trepidation in the front office with the Jerry family 
um, trying to bring Dak back maybe a little too early um, from a similar injury that I think Russell Wilson had last year. Um, I think whatever Russell Wilson had affected his head. That guy dangerous. lost his mind. Yeah. Drugs and Jesus. Um, Jesus is my drug man. That's why I put him in there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Damn it, this is going to be a three-chime moment. Do we need to play the Jeopardy music? Oh, no, we got it. We got okay. it. Uh, <laughs> Damn, so, that was close. Yeah, top five quarterback. He's getting healthy. We can we can not prolong it, but we can give him more time to get healthy on that hand. Cooper Rush is turning into a very, very valuable asset very quickly. Um, so not only is this a great thing because we're winning football games, but also we have some trade capital. Ooh. I didn't think about that. I probably wouldn't trade him if I was you. Yeah, well, I mean, why? Why trade him? If... I didn't say we were. I'm just I, saying I we have trade capital. That's fine. If he, but if he's gonna sit there and win a few more games and request big money, well, he's not gonna get the eight million dollar contract that Marcus Mariota got. We we talked about that way way back in the podcast, right? Um, but you're not gonna get. He's not gonna be asking for backup. Money. He's going to be asking for starter money. That's. I mean, he's he's diamond it up right now. Yeah. I mean, you might have yourself another Brock Osweiler situation on your hands, and you never know. He could go somewhere and get get that starter money, but all but fall flat on his face. That's what. That's that's the that's the risk you take as an NFL franchise if you get a guy like that. And though. then we get him on Saturday mornings calling Mac football games. Hell yeah, brother. Fucking awful. <laughs> Fucking awful. Brock Osweiler's a terrible call guy. It's fine. You I, like him? I didn't say I liked him. It doesn't piss me off. Oh, he, he rubs me the wrong way. Well, you should tell him to stop rubbing you. He, he's that tall. <laughs> Gross. He just reaches through the screen. <laughs> Come over here, boy. Is <laughs> this one of them 3D videos? <laughs> to choose your own adventure, man. Oh, God, no, not again. Yeah. I did not ask for this point of view. Uh, Cowboys three and one, trying to hang in there and uh, try to be relevant in the division with the uh, undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Next two games for the Cowboys at L.A. Rams. We're going to try to get right after losing to San Francisco 49ers and not looking good in the process. And then they are going to Philadelphia to see who might be probably four, five, six and zero oh Philadelphia Eagles by then. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts was on the Manning cast uh, Monday, which is pretty good to watch him. But one, oh my God, Jalen Hurts! Did you actually watch him on the Manning cast? He's a very like, huh? Mon- he's a very monotone kind of guy, very is he? chill. Yeah, <clears throat> he's always been that way. I mean, I, I, I'm, I know they showed that video of him, that squat that he did when he was at OU. Yeah, like 500 pounds or something. Like that. 600. He yeah. transferred from Alabama and to impress his teammates and. Get good fortune. He squats six hundred. Yeah, so, but obviously there he's more animated, which I'm sure he is. Like, well, you have to be. Well, I'm sure he is a, more animated away from the media and stuff like that. But like, he's always just kind of been that way, and there's nothing wrong with it. That's just that's just his yeah. personality. But he's a, he was. A, I mean, it sounded like he was a good guy when he was in OU's locker room. So it's not like it was, and no one had any issues with him being monotone. I know some people crave that kind of personality not his personality but like more of a personality but i don't really have a problem with him being just kind of chill plus it's monday who wants to be excited about monday in locker rooms like i know there's like so much emphasis on oh you need a you need an alpha dog in the locker room but if you have a core group yeah that is 
established and they kind of run the locker room, you don't need one alpha dog. I think it works better when you have a, a top group. Well, yes and no. As long as those guys can understand that not all of them can be the leader at that moment. Like, some guys can set aside their egos. Yes. Right. But if you have a lot of egos clashing, that's a lot. It, it, it hurts the room. So It's it's a culture thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. No. I, I thought he did fine on the Manning cast, which I watched over the regular cast, as usual, whenever that's on. Mm-hmm. I love the Manning cast. I, I watched that. I'm almost exclusive Manning cast now. Yeah. Um, Here's a weird tidbit. I wish there was a way... To turn off commentary to watch games. Uh, so like they're watching the mute button. No, I still want no, no. I still want like the crowd noise and everything. I still want the crowd noise. Oh, I just okay. don't want the commentary. Sorry. It's like what is he talking about? You fucking idiot. This is a very easy solution. <laughs> Have you ever Googled it? I haven't, but I, I don't know if... The, I if, bet we can figure this out right now. Well, let's let's move on. I'll well, figure I, it out later. You can talk. I'm going to figure it out. Okay. So why he figures that out, uh, we talked very, very, very briefly about San Francisco versus the Rams. Did you see that protester schwammy that just got lit up in that Monday night game? Yes, deservingly so. If I was a, if I was a player, I'd probably do the same thing that, Wag, uh, that Wagner did. Yeah. And did you see that he's now he's suing. suing Wagner? He's suing. It, that should be thrown out immediately. There should be no it, stance. It will be. That, that should be ever a thing. Because you willingly... Did you know that there was two people, but yes. one got caught right away? Go yes. figure. It was a woman. But... I bet he'll win it. There's no way. No. He willingly went What's out... Bobby? What is Bobby Wagner's official role? To tackle people? To win football games, don't don't they I, say though on the back of a like a professional ticket? You that assume it's, all you, you, Yeah, there, there's liability built there on the back liability. of the ticket. Well, I think that's with the understanding that people aren't going to be that close to players. Not willingly. I mean, if they willingly do that, that's on that should be that's on their own. Thing. I I mean I agree with you. I'm just saying with how fucked up things are, he'll probably win. No, if. If there's cases like that that enter into, like any kind of suit like that, it sh- stuff like that should be common sense thrown out right away before it, it even materializes. I think it should be like almost like a common sense law, like law kind of thing. I, I did find it funny that in our little group chat before that game, I I sent the message that twenty percent, twenty three percent of the attendees of that game had mm-hmm. felonies. And then that guy jumped on the field. We jumped it up to 24%. Yeah. Protesting pigs. Who, who was... I, I don't know if this was Rome or something else today, but someone said it was the worst gender reveal of all time. Oh, that was that was a joke right after it happened. Oh, was it? Yeah, everyone on the on the Twitters were saying, that was the worst gender reveal I've ever seen. Oh. I will say the worst gender reveal I've ever seen. This guy had a baseball bat, and he asked his old lady to throw a... a a baseball, and he didn't swing at the pitch, so the little baseball falls on the ground. He never swings, and the gender reveals on the ground instead of him hitting it. God damn. That's not his kid. <laughs> uh, swing and a miss. Um, looks like he uh, boarded himself out of the box there, boys. Next time, we'll get a T-ball set. I think the worst one I've heard is that ones that, ones that caused fucking wildfires out in California. Yes! And that's an actual fucking problem! Yeah, can we stop? Hey, not swinging at a gender reveal ball is an issue. I can, mean, I'm... 
fighting hard for that. Yeah, thank Swing you. Swing at the pitch. Yeah. Can can we just do away with them all together? Well, can we do the extravagant? Like, if you want to do it, just fucking cut a cake and see what color the fucking frost or the the cake is. Could get a vasectomy and never re- pre- recreate it all. I'm you, good. You know, thinking about it. Good idea. Do it now. In this world. Do it now. You can always adopt. <laughs> I, you know, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, and all those people that were saying, no, let, don't abort your kids. Well, then go fucking adopt the ones that need adopted. Mm-hmm. Anyway, off that soapbox. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about more important stuff. D- DK, DK Metcalf. Metcalf. <laughs> Had to take a shit. I didn't see this. So, DK Metcalf uh, is carted off the field. and specu- DK Metcalf is a wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, excuse me. We're five. So, <laughs> DK Metcalf, during a game, carted off the field, and speculation begins immediately. What's wrong with him? What's the injury? Is this a concussion? What has happened? He comes back to the field, and the investigative on-the-site reporters are in and out, just trying to figure out what in the world is going on. What is the status of DK Metcalf? DK Metcalf took a hyper train. To go take a shit. <laughs> Which I think brings up the question, what is the biggest or closest you've been to a number two emergency? We've talked about this. I've openly... like. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Like the worst time ever? Like when you've almost shat yourself? We, we've, we've reminisced about you. You shitting yourself. Yeah, that too. Yeah, but that that really wasn't an emergency. Yeah, I that went, happened. I, and went I was laying next to a fucking pond. I went, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that is true. He took a shower, but yeah, I the closest I've been that wasn't like where I was potty trained. I don't know. I, I there's been some close calls, you know. I I just I've always I think got the one this... the one time I think I was traveling for work, and I had to find a. Oh man, I had to find. I find. Well, no, I had to find a, a gas station. I had to find a gas station in the middle of nowhere, and I literally went like five miles out of my way just to go take care of business, and it was not good. I, I'm pretty sure I, I probably had to throw away those those that underwear that day. I've always had this like recurring nightmare that just replays in my head consistently about like me hopping on East Kellogg. And like being like twenty minutes away from home, and just having like the 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 little bubbles that present themselves, and it's like, oh no, we're running out of time. It's time to speed. It's time to go ninety five down Kellogg. And so then I've always thought about like if a if a cop were to like start following me while I'm going ninety five miles an hour in the fast lane on Kellogg, and I would just like call into nine one one and be like, hey hey hey, you got your officer right behind me. Yeah, they'll and- get pissed off if you do that. Well, I'm trying to con- I'm trying to give them the information. I'm throwing on my emergency lights and all this shit. Hey, I'm in the fast lane. I'm going 95 miles an hour. I've got one of your cops behind me. I just want to let you know I really, really have to take a shit. Can you tell that guy not to arrest me till I go home and take a shit? He can even I'll even keep the door open while I'm taking a I, shit. I think that's actually a, a way to get out of ticket. Like if you legitimately have to take you know, go to the bathroom like that, the number two. I think that's a legit like excuse that they cannot give you a ticket. I'll say they can't. They don't feel obligated to. Here we go, Google. Well, it's ha- I hey, it's happened in it's happened in Old Town with with a couple of friends of mine that like after the bars closed, he like had to go to the bathroom. and They almost arrested him for uh, driving away 
But he's like, I got a shit, man. I, I, I'm not drunk. I just got a shit. And he goes, all right, go to the quick trip and get out of here. And he did, and he got out of it. Um, let's look for someone that's... Oh, okay, this guy studied law. <laughs> We're citing our sources. Thank uh, goodness. This is from John Sharp. He studied... Oh, I was going to say, say John, John Sharp. <laughs> Uh, this is John Sharp. He studied law and political science uh, in college. He graduated 1988. At Newman or Princeton? I don't know. Okay. Um, University of Phoenix. He, he went into the police force, too. Um, so, After his law degree. It just says plot and political science. So In plop science. <laughs> All right, guys. This is John. Okay, this is important. Over a 25-year career, I've pulled off over, over off-duty officers and been pulled over while I was off-duty. But the craziest such incident occurred one afternoon while I was on duty and within city limits of my jurisdiction. Duty. That afternoon, I was pulled over by a city police officer from another jurisdiction well outside my of the city that's corporate limits. The incident occurred as I was traveling along the interstate in the left lane at a speed between 75 and 80 miles per hour and saw that I was overtaking a fully marked city police unit from another city. I drive an unmarked black Tahoe. It is not unusual to see the police vehicles from others, others' jurisdictions in our city as officers from a large number of nearby agencies live in and around the area. As I have... I'm going to make sure they get to the pooping. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. Okay. <laughs> As I approached the unmarked uh, unit from behind, I signaled change lanes and proceeded to pass the other unit. I continued on for the pro approximately three-quarters of a mile, and looking into my rearview mirror, I saw that a marked unit from the other city had maneuvered in behind me and was on my butt, signaling for me to stop. On Needless to butt. say, I was puzzled. Then it occurred to me that perhaps he had gotten a call to return to his city. Okay, he's not getting to the poop. Never mind. That was fucking worthless. We're going to cut that. Yeah, I knew it. I just feel like this is the time for the G.I. Joe to come in. Do you guys want to take a break right now? We can. I mean, I just, it's, just asking. Now we know. Because I fucked that up. <laughs> We're good. Okay. Uh, okay. Three, two, one. So anyway, do we uh, do we have any evidence that we can uh, do some research on on poo legislation and poo laws, or is that something that we should probably just tease until the next podcast? Hey, Askcasters, we're gonna make this an interactive venture. Um, reach out to us on the Twitters at Askcasters if you have any information as to uh, can you get out of a ticket if you have to take a shit. And have you, if you've actually personally experienced yeah, it. Yeah, we, we might even take a call-in guest on this. That would be great. We, we would also accept great stories of poo issues where you've almost been in an emergency. Mm -hmm. Did you make it home to make a poo? Or did somehow you maybe poo in an undesirable scenario? Say you're talking, I have to go grab a trash can. That's exactly, I, you could poo in a trash can. I had almost an emergency situation this, after, this morning. Um, so I woke up. And I haven't had my energy drinks every morning like I would because I haven't been working. Um, so, <laughs> so I woke up early in my showers and I got ready and I had my energy drink and I had a meeting at nine o'clock. That energy drink, I ha I started at like seven forty. Mm -hmm. It hit like at eight forty, and yeah. like I had to shit. So and I had the meeting too, but it was one of those things like if I opened the shit gate. If I open the shit gate, you're, you're gonna we're going to be there for a time. Minute. Yeah. So um, 
I decided not to poop, and I sat through this oh, whole... Oh, no. Sat through this whole training. Um, sat through the whole training with bubble guts and, like, making weird facial expressions in the, in the camera. Hi. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, like... Over oh, here. Just having some indigestion. Um, Bitter beer phaser. But I pooped from, like, 12.30 to, like, 2 consistently. It was bad. Wow. You waited almost three to four hours to poo? It was a, it was an ongoing thing. Um, I'd sit down and then, so I watched Rome, um, but I just couldn't pay attention because I was pooping Poo. the whole time. Yeah, so it was right at, yeah. it was right at the uh, your beef section segment. Your beef section. I That's love that section of the store. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, there's your poop story for the day. Brought to you by Three Chai. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know that wasn't necessarily NFL, uh, as we kind of verved off to the, uh, the, the poo story, but is there anything NFL-wise you guys want to visit about before we might talk about a little NHL and then cheating and fishing? Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about old man's heroic win? No. Okay. Uh, Tua. Oh yeah, we talk about Tua. Tua, and the shit storm around that. <laughs> oh, no, no pun intended. You did there. I didn't mean to. Uh, <laughs> Tua. Um. What a fucking awful situation. So Thursday, I, I don't know about you guys. I was I was watching the game, and before the game started, I was like. I don't know, I was just thinking, like, I hope nothing bad happens to Tua, because one, like, I hope legitimately nothing bad happens to him. Right. Cause oh, I'm not you're a, such a nice human. Well, I'm not a piece of shit. And the second thing was that I am a piece of shit. The third thing was I really hope, if he does get hurt, it's going to start a fucking media swarm about what happened in the week prior, mm-hmm. what happened with the doctors, was it really his back or was it his and a concussion? did you get your wish? My wish? Just kidding. Your oh. wish about him getting injured. Well, it's not my wish because he put up 50 points for me in fantasy. Oh! oh on your bench, though? He was on my bench that day. Oh, yes. And then I started him the next week and we lost, so... It's just been we we lost. Yeah. You know what? It's my were... goddamn team. <laughs> Who's the other people? Me and them. <laughs> Speaking of which, they have the toilet bowl playing this week. Him and Paul, the worst two teams in the league, are playing this week. Speaking of uh, that, real quick, did go back Paul to... ever win one? By the way, is he still? He's he, he's zero and four. He's I'm one and three. Wow. Anyway, so but back to Tua. Mike McDaniels is the hot thing coaching right now. Sexy. It's hard not to imagine him receiving some sort of information from the team doctor that was fired and the, what was the other guy, uh, the other douchebag that was fired. Like the other, like the consultant? Yeah, the consultant, not the independent consultant, but the the team doctor. Spotter? Yeah, the spotter, whoever. I highly, I don't find it possible that nothing was reported to Mike McDaniels about his starting franchise quarterback that he fell in love with. I find that very fucking impossible to believe. 
I think the two guys, uh, I mean, the doctor and the spotter, whoever it was, I, I think those were the fall guys. Um, that's what, that's what Chris ha- Carter says. Always have a fall guy. This has to be fucking investigated. Like, Oh, it's getting investigated. You bet your sweet ass it is. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I am not a doctor, so I can't tell you whether but a... But you play one on TV. No, I don't. I didn't do be, that. I no. I'm about the height of Doogie. Ha- was it Doogie? Doogie Hauser. Dougie Hauser. Dougie. Dougie. <laughs> D- teach me how to Dougie. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey I'm here to check you out. <laughs> um, here, open your mouth. <laughs> so, I I don't know if he, he, they said it was a back injury when the first time he was injured and was like stumbling. Yeah. Maybe a pinched nerve could do that to you. I don't know. I've experienced things that have been kind of debilitating like that. But then again, I, I don't know if I was walking. I don't know if I would fall. Uh-oh. Like that. Uh-oh. We, we might have NBC breaking news. Hang on Hold a second on. here. Hold right. top. Is it breaking news? Pizza's here, and half of it has no mushrooms. Oh! oh! But so while while you're here, Brokaw, would you uh, would you like to share your uh, your story of jubilation? How you finally got your first victory of the fantasy season? Well, I won't reveal my strategy. You want to talk a little louder in the microphone, old man? He said, "Do you think?" <laughs> Is this Jalen Hurts on the Manning cast? Yeah. Go ahead, old top. You're good. Tell us. Tell us what happened. Well, I had to rely on my defense and, uh-huh. my, and my kicker. Yeah. However, That's... on one of my field goals, I only got one point <laughs> because my team got Nick two points for giving up a field goal <laughs> to the other t- from the other team. Uh, playing but, against yourself. But I did get nine points out of my kicker and eighteen out of my defense from Matt Gay, the happiest I, kicker in the league. I want to remind you, as I walked into the. Monday night game with 23, I was a 23-point underdog. Mm, man. And what happened? I won. And, <laughs> I and gotta... what was your total point scored there? Uh-oh. Oh, he... oh we got an emergency. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, did she get into the, the pizza? Oh, God. Hopefully it was the non-mushroom side. I'm not eating it. I got sloppy joes at home. Oh, hey! hey. I know. Oh, hot shit. Man. I am hot shit. Anyway, what? A, yeah, we were looking at that chart yesterday of his comeback win. You you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Those are fun to watch, by the way. Anyway, what a fucking comeback for Old what Top. A, what a comeback, and and he is as emotionally invested as anybody that's in this league. Uh, Askcasters <laughs> are old man. He's old. Um, <laughs> He'll be turning 70 on January 28th, um, just if you want to give him a shout-out. Also, just go ahead and give out the Social Security number, and they can fully compromise his ID. Well, his is... 650. I think that's it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he was so old, his Social Security number was 650. <laughs> so anyway, he's a, he's, he's a guy that's emotionally invested. He's old. We, we kind of... We he's we root for him. We kind of root for the. You got to root for the underdog. Root for Has he ever won a fantasy football league he title? Has. 
I don't know. So him and I have something in common. I has ripped his heart out. I, no, yes, he has because I ripped his heart out last year or two years ago on my way to a title. Really? And, and for and I was drunk and didn't wake up and start a full lineup and I still beat him in, I the, in the play that. in the playoffs. Are you kidding me? That happened. You're a dick. I know. Sorry, sorry, pops. That's that's insane to think about. Like I I can't fathom not starting a lineup like remembering to do that and still winning but andy you're prolific for doing that i have a drinking problem <laughs> <laughs> i uh i didn't start a tight end this week and now, now i uh in my quick trip league i am three and one i didn't have to start a tight end this week and i still won you i hate everyone <laughs> you the people i play against god it's just it's just tough, you know. So okay, so a couple of loose ends to tie up from the NFL. Um, Chiefs, I, Chiefs, good. Go ahead. I was, no, I was gonna say uh, two for the whole Tua situation. I hope they do what's right for him. I mean, his his health is more important than football. So I hope they identified correctly the concussion. I hope he doesn't rush it back. For sure. So we we shall see what that guy's been through. I think I made the tweet that. Tua is 24 years of age, like my liver is 38 years of age. That guy is an old 24. Broken hip, surgery on both ankles, concussions back-to-back weeks. Just and chucking darts in between plays. I mean, yeah, that guy, is he is a laundry list of fucking injuries. Poor guy. And he's still rated above Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, what what was the list you looked up? What that, was that from? That wasn't my fucking list. That, that was, Carlos. was okay. So are we done with the fucking NFL? Uh, just to, okay. I just want to say real quick because I'm I'm getting torn apart by the Ravens. Quit fucking blowing leads, Ravens. We have to stop doing this. We we Ravens have given up over twelve hundred passing yards. In four games. That's like trying to outscore your problems, like I was mentioning earlier. This is this is an issue. So okay, question. So at the end of that game, when they were trying to go for the like for the touchdown. Yes, he's the Brandon Staley of Baltimore. It's analytics biting us in the ass. Should have went for. I mean, obviously hindsight, but oh, go for a field goal. Get God. points. Force the other team to make a play on you. Baltimore, Eight. we've got ten and a half games to win, according to FanDuel. Yeah. We cannot start out two and two and play the Bills again and Miami again. By the way, how how can these coaches get paid millions upon millions of dollars and they can't manage a fucking clock, or hire someone to fucking manage the clock? Literally, be a clock manager. Yes, some teams have them. It's I think they all. It's I, they smart. All should have them. They have it's them. smart. I, I, I don't get it either. I don't get how some coaches are just that brain dead. I'm shooting from the hip just a little bit, but I think <coughs> nah. like when, when, when Andy Reid, like in Philadelphia, had some major, major clock issues, I think it was pointed out in Philadelphia that he had somebody specifically to run the clock, which was his defense when he went and did, well, I don't think he threw that guy under the bus, but I think... It was disclosed at some point that Andy Reid wasn't totally in control of clock management. Well, he's Don't no hold longer, me to that. He gave up play calling responsibilities quite a bit, mm-hmm. quite a while ago, too. Um, maybe he's grown into more of a manager role as opposed to 
uh, hands-on guy. Yes. Well, if you're talking about hands-on, he is great at drawing mustaches on people on planes. Did you see that State Farm commercial of him? <laughs> talk about yes. that was pretty damn good. <laughs> if you want to talk about an underrated actor, he did a hell of a job. Mount Rushmore, George Clooney, Marlon Brando, Jack Nicholson, John Hamm, Andy Reid. <laughs> That's a pretty elite list. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I it, I I agree. I think it's very smart to to have a clock manager or someone at least in fa- uh, that's in charge of that because you may be just honestly be just be busy trying to think of the next play and not thinking about what's what's on and the clock. Strategize. Yeah. So I think it's brilliant if you do. And honestly, I don't remember maybe early earlier on when Andy Reid was hired in Kansas City, he might have had a couple issues. With the clock, but honestly, I don't think recently he's really had that big of an issue. I think he's either grown out of it or the team legitimately has someone that does that for him. And that's very smart. If you do, I think it'd be a smart idea, or it's a dumb idea not to have a guy like that. Why wouldn't you just, like, why wouldn't you have your head coach devote himself entirely to strategy? Right. And coaching. Like, I... I, don't, I mean, I guess time management's a part of that, but, I mean, obviously you're going to have conversations with that guy. And you're going to have conversations where you're not thinking about the clock right right away. Yeah. So it, it would just be smart to have someone take care of that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so like you, asked, you asked if we were done talking about NFL. I had to get that off of my chest, so we're done with that. That's fair. So. Ravens fucking blew that game. They gave it away. They should have They should have ran away with that game. Or as, as how, they how were they, up 20-3. to three. Yeah, they were up big on the buff. Buffalo Bills, and but to Buffalo's credit, they're a great team. They're tough to put down for good or for long, and so you know, good on them for coming back and winning that game on the road in a shitty uh, weather environment. So okay, so we have an option to talk about one of two different things now. I'll, we'll do listeners' choice here, and by listeners, I mean you two. Uh, do we want to talk about I like to cheating and fishing, or do we want to talk about what's coming up? In the NHL. I want to hear... You, go ahead. ...what you want to hear, shall we? Do we, do, we, do, we end, do we end on the fishing? No, no, no. We'll, we'll still give everyone... No, I know. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, do we we end? still need... Carlos needs to be called out at some point. Yeah, we still have finishing thoughts Like, he tonight. needs specifically to be called out. About what? Should we just do it now? Do it now. Carlos... See Dangle Orwella. You were you were gone last week. <laughs> you didn't even call in. You've had another bad sports week. So okay, so to put it in to, to recap what's happened in Carlos's life <laughs> in the last two Saturdays. K State went into Norman and just ran all fucking over the Sooners. They destroyed them. So, of course, we record last Wednesday, and Shawlayer, I usually send out a text message, hey, boys, what time are we going to record tomorrow? And in my defense, I was out of the country, so I was, I, but I called in. And still made it happen. Yeah. Still made it happen. Because that's what, that's what teammates do. That's what good teammates do. <laughs> and I was a little drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, call me. I'll be fine. <laughs> so, so... He missed last week and didn't defend his team. That's fine. Like, I guess if Notre Dame showed up that poorly, I might skip two. <laughs> so then we get to this Saturday, October 1st. 
OU is getting dick slapped perpetually by TCU. Yeah. Just pecker slaps on the eyeballs, just giving him an Irish set of sunglasses. And there was not only that. Tom Brady not only filed for divorce from Jizzle. Jizzle. Giselle, sorry. Giselle. Jizzle. Giselle. Jizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> from Giselle, but also gets his ass handed to him by Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in Tampa Bay. And here we are. Here we are. October 5th. No Carlos. No defense. Oh, and I'm so... God, fuck. His Patriots suck, too. Yeah. They, they suck penis. Not that there's anything wrong with sucking penis, but... They're, they're awful. They're yeah. terrible. Speaking of sucking penis, Sharon, how that are you? Really Sharon? Weird. Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> That was Sharon. Wow. All right. That was weird. Um, Travis Kelsey fan, by the way. Yeah. And Tony Gonzalez fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would kiss him on the mouth. Sharon! Can we... Who's hotter? Travis Kelsey now? Or Tony Gonzalez now? Who? Travis Kelsey or Tony Gonzalez? Yeah. Oh, it's a tie. What a... So I'll have to say Tony Gonzalez. Oh! So would you... Do two for Look one. Oh, it's uh, a nice white My mother's Chiefs now vest. showing us a white vest with a this, Chiefs logo on the back. This is pretty very, stylish. Very, uh, great for radio. She, her price tag is showing. She spent way too much on that. Yeah, and you think, How much? Uh, $64.95. 64 dollars It was spinning. I could see it. <laughs> 60, 69 Oh! oh. Look what that says. Hang on, let me look, let me look, let me look. That says, I was right. $64.99. My eyes are better from over here than your eyes are from there. $64.99. Nice, very nice. Okay, this one's for your dad. Oh, isn't that So let's just get it out and show them. And this one is for Mary Beth, a smaller one. Very nice of you. I know. What a dedicated Chiefs fan. (laughs) We don't have very many left of them. Chiefs fans? Or family members. Oh, okay. I was wondering. Both. We're, they're gonna bury him in those things. When I die, put my vest on, please. Today was Tom Brady's day off. <laughs> Do you want to talk to us about that, Sharon? Wednesday off. He better take the whole week off if he wants to have a marriage. Oh! And better have the whole season. Oh! So the Chiefs don't have to worry about his ass. That's right. right. Wow. Yeah. Bitter old lady. Hot take. The Tua. Getting. Oh! I thought you were getting motorboat. No, Dolphin's quarterback. Oh, he. Yeah. She was throwing up gang signs. Oh, you assholes. Huh? Oh, God. Donald Trump. Oh, God. All right, well, that was good to talk to you. That was great. (laughs) Anyway. So, all right, what do you yeah, guys Car- want to do? Carlos is uh, MIA for two weeks in a row. And Mac Jones sucks. Or he's hurt. He's he hurt. sucks. And so is Brian Hoyer. And Brian Hoyer is and sucks. And Frank Zappa took and, over Yes, for Frank him. Zappa <laughs> turned Zappa. Out, out of the grave. Is Frank Zappa dead? Yeah, he's dead, right? Yeah, Frank Zappa died a long time ago. Yeah, like in the 70s, yeah? Yeah. Um, yes, Frank Zappa, um, he is the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots now. So. Frank Zappa? <laughs> 
He did. <laughs> Is it Moon Unit Alpha or Zappa? Moon Unit. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh god. Um, okay. Boys, what do you want to do? You want to talk do... about the Alan Parsons project? You want to do final thoughts? Wait, why why Alan Parsons project? I don't know. I think of Frank Zappa and I think Alan Parsons project. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I'm a weird cat. Let's you are let's, weird. let's do final thoughts. I'll, we'll skip the fishing cheating. Oh, you don't want to talk no, about that? No, we have let's, to hit let's talk fishing about and cheating. Let's I have talk. not heard this. You haven't seen the videos either? I've been working, motherfucker! <laughs> no, yeah. Anyway, this was before you got your said job. I was playing with myself, motherfucker! That's, that's <laughs> that takes two seconds. That's more accurate. <laughs> yeah, that is more so, it, we... Cheating, apparently, is becoming a, a huge issue in the world. We, uh... In the... In, not maybe the previous podcast, but the podcast before we talked about somebody who used a uh, vibrating supercomputer that was inserted via, via anal beads in a chess match to cheat. And now, just when you think fishing is a safe expedition, we now have the following story. Competitive fisher people... I don't. I'm not reading this. This is. I'm just gonna go off of what I remember. It was a fishing competition, and it was two fishing people on a team. <laughs> and these fishing people, one of the teams, were bringing in their fish. And as they were, was it Lance Bass? <laughs> I think he's weighing in a little heavier than his his old fishing weight. You know what lake you know what lake Lance Bass fishes in? I forgot this. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh my god! I remember that. We used to, that is fuck. so bad. I can't That's believe so you remember bad. that. Take a lap. <laughs> I need to. I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so anyway, I did a p- competitive fishing contest in Justin Timberlake. These two douchebags decided to reel in their fish. And before the fish got weighed, these guys cheated. Now, how did they cheat? How can you possibly cheat in competitive fishing? Well, here's my... <laughs> that would work for about three seconds. No one would know. <laughs> and then your fish wouldn't weigh in at all. <laughs> It'd just be harder to collect them. <laughs> well, I found the fin. <laughs> Here's a, here's a gill. That's not good when you're weighing by weight. Greg, Greg, you caught 28 fish today. No, that's one fish and 28 pieces. What that is. It weighs four pounds. Uh, Look, I taped it together. What's your, what's, your, uh, what's your teammate's name? Oh, that's Brett. Oh, really? That's Brett? Yeah, that's Brett Farr. He ain't doing nothing today. <laughs> but he'll show you his daughter's new volleyball slapping facilities. Do you know Brett Farr's a cheating some bitch? <laughs> he'll show you his penis. You know I, I, he uses the net I catch with my fish for his volleyball net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Antonio, Antonio, what was that? Antonio Cromarte, he calls a fashion knit. He calls that, he calls that a condom. <laughs> Get it? Because there's lots of holes and he's got like 28 fucking kids. Get it? Get that? God. 
Anyway, back to the Bass Cast. <laughs> so anyway, these two <laughs> hashtag Bass Casters. Actually, this yeah. is a walleye that they're catching. So anyway, these two douchebags bring <laughs> their up uh, north. Uh, yeah, it's actually in Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland kind of fishing hotspot. <laughs> the Great White North of Cleveland. I think Timberlake's up there. You know why? <laughs> you know why the fish in Cleveland weigh more? Because they live in Cleveland. That's a raw sewage. The oil. Oil. There's oil. Fuck you guys. I hate you. Anyway. So continue with. So the... these two douchebags are. They, they've got their fish. They've put them in their boat. But before they get weighed, they have compromised the fishies. Now, other than dynamite, how would you compromise them? So what they did is they actually stuffed down the old fishies, either f- smaller fishing fillets from other fish or weights. <laughs> Standard weights. So, when the uh, when the official weigher of the fishing competition, he got his uh, his radar got got up because he tried to weigh what normally he would. Now he's a very experienced person. It was a, supposedly a four pound fish that he thought, and it weighed in at seven and a half pounds. <laughs> so he knew something was up, and only after. Some fact checking on the back end. Did they realize that these two douchebags, Greg and Brett Favre, had cheated by putting weights and fish fillets down other fish? Shwami, do you know the other details to this? That's what I remember. It, it from what I saw, like of the uh, posts about it. I mean, they've been. It seems like they've been doing this for quite a while now, and like have won, like multiple hundreds of thousands so they're dollars. cereal like, like yeah they're they're cereal they're cereal masturbators <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah. yeah so but put that down your fish don't it <laughs> but it's it, it's it's astounding i don't know that, that this has captured quite the big audience as far as like who gives it who gave a shit beforehand about people catching fish until now but but it's it's so crazy like they were able to get away with it because I don't know did you actually see the official like weights like what the fish weighed so the people before them the 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 winning team before them their five fish it was five fish collected <laughs> weighed in just under seventeen pounds altogether okay they came in with five fish thirty five pounds and thirty three pounds oh. <laughs> and everyone and. And of course, these these people have been fishing all their lives, and they're like, they're like, your fish were much bigger than theirs. How does that happen? And the guy that was actually putting on the event actually was already there was already rumors of them cheating before, but he was obviously suspicious then. But he played it off like, okay, that's a good weight. All right, next up. And then he was like, oh, just one second, I'm gonna check something because he when he like touch one of the fish he Felt could it. feel the weights and everything inside of it so then right away just started flying them open and started throwing lead weights out and as soon as people saw that the crowd just fucking gathered and they surrounded the one fisherman that was still there and they ran his that buddy, boy out of town the cheater right the cheat yeah the cheater and his other buddy that was cheating took off like before that he happened. left him he left his homie there i don't know how like if he just didn't get like out of his truck after that or what happened but they surrounded the lone guy that was still there and he continued to cut open the fish and was finding more lead weights and more like f- like 
cut up pieces of fish that will should not that did not belong in that that fish. And they, I I'm pretty sure they were just in the belly of these fish. That's what I understood. Yeah. And it was it was and the guy just stood there and just stared like, well I'm fucked I got caught. <laughs> like there was nothing he could do. <clears throat> and 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 you know what I am surprised that no one there beat the shit out of him because. The, we're not talking about oh you want a fifty dollar gift card to the TGI Fridays. We're talking about a like, seventy five dollar card to yeah. TGI Fridays. You can get two things. I think there this was like a six digit like winning yeah. prize for this one. Holy fuck! And so just the all one person. It's not like a well they split obviously. If, if, okay, it, okay, was, okay. it was teams of two, so they split the prize money. However, okay. But yeah, that was uh, that was quite the riveting video. I didn't know it was a thing. Well, I knew competition fishing was a thing i didn't know the cheating scandals was such a thing because apparently they still have to take polygraph tests after every win polygraph no, they take polygraph tests and are uh, you fucking like i am not kidding you i read about this the what other day. in the fuck man they take polygraph tests i had no idea and that was before all this would happen so this has always been a thing and a couple times <laughs> or at least one time one of those guys that was caught cheating failed and also so they, what'd they do they, I don't know if they, they nullified their win or they gave it back. I, I did not know what happened. But also, to know why people were suspicious about that, besides the weights being totally off from the fish they caught, was that after these fishermen catch these fish, they actually donate them to like local oh, charities. Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> they donate them to local Maybe charities. Maybe it was Brett Favre. To donate them to local charities to, you know, to... Eat. Cook, yeah, for to eat, like for people that need food. They wow. never gave up their fish. They took them home, and people were like, "Well, why would you do that?" Dude, that's better than fucking giving it to people, right? But <sighs> that—that's what caused them to be suspicious. I'm like, "Well, they aren't turning in their fish like everyone else. What the fuck is that about?" They were very, uh, I guess, protective of their catch, and so that's and that it was it was so fucking weird that Dude, i got into it as much as i did there's got to be like this has to be a more prevalent problem in fishing because if these okay so if i wanted if i was little scrode growing up and i was three years old and i was like daddy i want to grow up and be a professional fisher you're telling me like dad would tell me like yeah you got to pass a fucking lie detector test yeah. every time yeah isn't that astounding like so, did, I, I, there was i mean like did any of us anticipate that being that much into fishing like competitive fishing well we've made <laughs> i mean it works i mean we're, we have been the bass casters on, accident. on the pond cast so we can actually live up to our moniker yeah. for that one show today so yeah it what to talk talk about what a crazy thing that took uh the nation attention for a couple of days took our mind off of cheating and chess <laughs> man it didn't me chess <laughs> fish what's gonna be next there's a cornhole so i think um i think libs our friend our family friend she said there is a documentary on netflix about cheating and i think it's called cheaters or cheating and it's supposed to be fucking amazing is this about people cheating on their spouses no no like cheating in like games and fishing contests yeah well i know there's one about like uh People cheating in video games, like speed runs, are a big thing. Like legitimate speed runs, going through stuff, where they'll post a video online. Of course, it's all edited. They 
and then they try to do it in person. And they're like, oh, they're like an hour off the real time. <laughs> like why? And it, was, and it was a hundred meter dash. And why do people care that much about that stuff? It's, it's just crazy. It was like the validation is more important than the actual getting better. It's just crazy. Hey man. But yeah. What a what a <clears throat> fucking dynamite story. <laughs> Good times. Thank Good you. Times. Thank you. Good Thank times. you. So, but yeah, that I think that's a, that wraps up that little conversation. Waiting in a chow line. Good times. <laughs> Waiting. Hey, W e i g h t. Did your fish come with a wet weight or lead weight? <laughs> what fur? I don't know. <laughs> I just cut this fillet open, and there was seven lead weights in the zombie. You know they they say that that fishies get they, they you eat them they got high mercury content. That must be one of them mercury weights, ain't it? You know one of them, one of them like five pound dubby bells. I don't know about that. <laughs> Final thoughts. <today. laughs> um, I am excited to not know what's going on in the world anymore. More so than you would imagine. I am fully prepared to come into this podcast on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, not knowing what the fuck happened over the weekend. Perfect. Um, not knowing how the devil's lost. Okay. Um, but still hitting the over on Jack Hughes's shot. Uh, yeah, so I mean, once he hits three, three yeah, yeah, once he hits three, we're good. Watch, well, next year's going to be four and a half. It better not. Well, it, it, it wasn't the end of the season. Yeah, that he, was pretty he did impressive. get hot. He, hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, average more than a point a game, so... How many games did you play last year again? 60. Yeah, okay. 22 less than normal. Or sorry, be. sorry, he got hurt. Yeah, it's, it's tough being small and frail. I know. I am them. <laughs> we'll uh, catch you next Tuesday, shall we? All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, shall we, your thoughts? I'm excited for hockey season to start. Hey, it gives yeah, us man. something else to talk about that yeah. doesn't involve fishing or anal beads up some chess player's ass. Yes. So I am excited to talk about hockey, which we could probably get into in the next week. I think starting up the season age, starts, yeah, season Tuesday. Starts, yeah, it does. So we can get started. But what um, a great time on the sports calendar! I love October. It's, it's the be best the, fucking month. It is it's, this. Sorry, no, I would say it's the best month of the year. It this really in March, late March, mm-hmm. early April. I like agree. this is the best fucking time to be alive. Fuck yes. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, because all I get is socks and underwear from my grandma. <laughs> this is true. Yes. So, yeah. No, I'm just excited to get hockey season underway. Let's fucking get it, boys. Here, here's to the here's to the Abs defending their title this year. Probably not. Now. Here, here. As long as I bet on it. Yeah, here. Hey, fuck you, too, buddy. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. I'm not your buddy, guy. Yeah, good guy. But, yeah, any final thoughts for you, Andy? <clears throat> Uh, not very excited about my Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, not, Let's just hope Mark Stone can play again. Not, not feeling that that's going to be a very good season. And so, Nolan Patrick. Might, might turn into one of those seasons where I just, you know, bet against them every single game, uh, which I'm prepared to do. It happens. Uh, from a, you talked about Netflix, a couple shows. This isn't a Netflix. You've been getting down? The, well, the first one's not, the first one's on Apple TV. Severance is amazing. I love that show. Who's like, in that? Uh, one guy that's from the Verizon phone commercials. <laughs> he's the, he's uh, Leslie Nopes. Ben. Ben from the uh, oh, Ben from uh, uh, Parks and Rec. Adam Scott. Yeah, yeah. Adam yeah. Scott. Yeah. I know he, he looks like an Adam. Yep. Um, not the golfer with the extra long illegal putter. The that's, other Adam and Scott. And the Australian. That guy. Yeah. 
So that show has been really, really good. I think if you are a fan of Black Mirror, um, you'll like the show. Um, and then finally, th speaking of really dark shows, uh, and we might have one more final thought from good old Sharon here, but the Dahmer show on Netflix I'm is awesome. I'm throwing this question out for everybody. Uh, yeah. What do you think about the guy that caught the um, Aaron Judge 760-second should the guy have given it back, or does the other, should the picture have? I so mean, I'm going to translate for Sharon. Sharon would like you guys to know, and I guess us, if we think the guy who caught uh, Aaron Judge's 60-second home run should give it to Mr. Judge or keep it for himself. I believe Mr. Judge already weighed in. And he said, let him keep it. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I wouldn't have been as nice. <laughs> so you would have sold it. He knocked somebody over, too, trying to get it. Did you see all those fans running towards it, and that guy even fell down from the, the bleachers? That's, okay. not the, that's not their fault. His okay, fault. well, I now I have some world news. Uh, you know... Uh, uh oh, hold on. Bring hold, on, hold on, hold, hold on, on. Sharon. Can't shoot. There you go. Go ahead. In Come Indonesia, on, Mr. Russell. The fire chief got um, fired. Because a what fire chief got fired? What happened at the soccer game in Indonesia? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 125 dead. Yeah. How does a death toll get scaled back? Did you see that? It was originally... It happens all the time. Getting scaled back? Mm -hmm. Bad reports. Yeah. Um, Indonesia news. Sharon, in, can in, we get one more, uh, one more take from you while you're clacking those cans by the microphone? Um, can we ask you your thoughts on um, Tom Brady? I said Tom Brady's going like this. Mm. Football, marriage. Football, marriage. Which one does he want? Because he's probably going to lose both. My homie and the boys are going on. That's probably as good as way as any to close down episode sweet 16 of the Ass Casters podcast. Thanks to everyone that has listened. Uh, appreciate all of your downloads from everywhere. Uh, also, 3chai.com, you have been there since the very beginning. We are continuing to send people your way. You have a great product. So uh, remember, Ass Casters, check out the folks at 3chai.com for all your Delta 8, Delta 9, Delta 10 needs. Boys, you got anything else? Uh, not now. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.